Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of Minds Over Money. I'm your host, Cameron Brady, and on this week's episode, I'm covering three headlines from last week that directly impact the economy, as well as having a potential impact on your own investment portfolios. And those headlines are, the U.S. economy shows resilience, retailers battle for inventory, and the upcoming Christmas tree shortage. In addition to our three headlines, I'm also covering another financial planning topic, and this week it's Be Prepared, how a financial plan today can help you achieve your dream retirement. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy. This week's first headline, the U.S. economy shows resilience. The U.S. economy is proving resilient in the face of the Delta variant. Americans briskly increased spending at retailers last month, while employers have largely resisted the urge to lay off workers, the government reported last Thursday, both signs of strong demand in the economy. Sales at the nation's retailers rose 0.7% in August, rebounding from a drop in July. With many schools, college campuses, and offices reopening, consumers shelled out more for groceries and merchandise at big box stores. Those purchases, along with higher spending on furniture and hardware, offset another big decline in car sales, which have suffered from a global computer chip shortage that has crimped supply. Meanwhile, initial jobless claims, a proxy for layoffs across the U.S., rose 20,000 last week to 332,000, but remained near a pandemic low. Layoffs caused by Hurricane Ida, which hit Louisiana in late August, likely contributed to the increase. Claims have trended lower since mid-July, a sign employers are holding on to workers. The reports eased fears that Delta, a highly contagious strain of COVID-19, would knock the recovery off course. After retail sales fell in July, economists and business groups warned of further declines. Governors and mayors imposed new rules on mask wearing and capacity to prevent the virus's spread. To be sure, mask mandates, capacity restrictions, and consumer fears stirred by Delta have weighed on the economy. Americans in recent weeks have cut spending on travel and multiple artists have canceled concerts. Such spending isn't captured in retail sales, which includes restaurant sales, but mostly covers goods such as cell phones, televisions, and back-to-school goods. Sales at restaurants were flat last month after rising briskly for most of this year. Economists believe fears of Delta were definitely a factor. Despite the August pause, restaurant sales have climbed nearly 32% over the past year. Households appear to be changing their spending habits to avoid the virus's spread, mainly by shifting away from services such as concerts and air travel towards goods. Thursday's report showed that sales rose only modestly at gasoline stations, a sign that some households scaled back summer travel plans in response to the Delta-related surge in infections. Meanwhile, the global shortage in computer chips, referenced in episode 16, continues to weigh on car sales, which fell 3.6% last month. Dealership inventories are running low, preventing consumers from buying cars despite strong demand. But broader forces are lifting the retail sector and economic recovery, a historically high level of savings, strong jobs growth, and rising wages. Retail sales, including spending on restaurant meals, cars, cell phones, and computers, are a big slice of consumer spending, which itself is the largest source of economic demand in the U.S. 
there are signs the Delta variant wave has crested. Economists believe retail sales could recover quickly as more Americans become vaccinated and feel safe again to venture out and as product shortages ease. As we continue to find ways to work around our new normal of dealing with the pandemic, it appears the economic recovery is also finding ways to adapt and keep pushing forward. This week's second headline, Retailers Battle for Inventory. Retailers are loading up on goods for the holiday season in a strong show of confidence in consumer demand, even as the Delta variant and supply chain disruptions add uncertainty to restocking efforts. Best Buy, Target, and other large merchants are amassing more inventory compared with last year's pandemic-depressed levels, in some cases logging double-digit percentage increases as the stockpiles also exceed 2019 values. COVID-related factory shutdowns in Asia and global shipping bottlenecks have businesses jockeying for merchandise and vessel space to avoid losing critical fourth-quarter sales, a contest that tends to favor deep-pocketed big-box retailers over smaller competitors. Global inventories at Walmart, for example, rebounded this summer after dropping in the same period of 2020 compared with pre-pandemic levels. As the company stepped up efforts to meet strong consumer demand, including chartering vessels to bypass ocean shipping bottlenecks. Walmart's consolidated inventories reached nearly $47.8 billion in the quarter ended July 31st a 16% increase from a year ago and up 8% from the same quarter of 2019. The companies are stocking up despite swings in demand that have come as coronavirus cases have surged in parts of the U.S. driven by the Delta variant. U.S. retail sales rebounded in August as consumers spent more at stores and online following a sales decline in July. The effort to push more goods to stores and warehouses follows a drop in inventory over the past year after retailers pulled back orders in 2020 in the early months of the pandemic and then faced big supply chain backups as they sought to restock this year. The ratio of U.S. retailers' inventories to sales fell this spring to the lowest level in U.S. Census Bureau records dating to 1992 and the measure has ticked up only slightly even as record volumes of container imports have flowed into the U.S. While some specialty apparel sellers have kept stockpiles lean and boosted profit margins by avoiding discounts, bigger mass market retailers are using their clout with carriers and suppliers to acquire as much product as possible. Target's inventory rose almost $11.3 billion in value in the most recent quarter, up more than 26% from the same period in 2020, putting the retailer in a better position and providing it more confidence going into the holidays than last year. Even so, shoppers still sometimes encounter empty shelves, either because sales are outpacing the retailer's expectations or because the vendors themselves are facing constraints in their ability to deliver product. Smaller competitors are often at a disadvantage when negotiating with suppliers or competing for space on container ships as rates surge on tight shipping capacity. If a small business that needs to ship a few sea containers goes up against a big retailer looking to move significantly more product, for instance, the larger order would win. But big bets on inventory could backfire if merchants end up with a glut of unsold goods. Hard to believe we are already talking about holiday shopping as we near the crucial shopping season for retailers. Supply chain issues and inventory strain mean early planning is needed for holiday shoppers in order to secure those coveted Christmas gifts.
Another headline that seems way too early to be talking about, supply chain disruptions will make decking the halls more expensive than ever for consumers looking for artificial Christmas trees. Some U.S. retailers are raising prices by 20 to 25 percent to keep pace with skyrocketing shipping costs, and they are warning that certain trees could sell out early because deliveries from overseas producers have been hit by the congestion that has tied up distribution networks from ports in China to freight yards in Chicago. Balsam Hill, a Redwood City, California company that sells medium to high-end trees online and in stores, is raising prices by 20% on average, with list prices for some of its trees pushing close to and beyond the $1,000 level it charges for its premium trees. Retailers that import holiday items such as trees are heavily exposed to supply chain disruptions, not only because goods have a limited sales window with the end of the holidays, a tree that arrives too late must be heavily discounted or stored for a year. Rising container shipping rates hit artificial Christmas trees hard because only so many will fit into a container, so the cost per tree rises quickly when ocean prices go up. The average price worldwide to ship a 40-foot container has more than quadrupled from a year ago to just over $10,000. Artificial tree importers said they are paying $20,000 per container or more on shipping's spot market and are still struggling to find enough boxes to fill the inventories in time for the holiday season. The artificial Christmas tree market is a $1 billion to $2 billion industry, according to the American Christmas Tree Association. The group, which represents sellers of artificial trees, estimates that 85% of American homes had a fake tree last Christmas, up from 46% in 1992. Artificial trees were popularized in Germany 150 years ago, where they were made of dyed goose feathers. Today, they are mostly made from plastics and can cost anywhere from less than $100 a piece to more than $1,000, and can come already outfitted with lights and decorations. Tree vendors reported tight supplies of live trees last year, partly the result of light plantings since the 2008 financial crisis of saplings that can take up to a decade to grow to market size. But the National Christmas Tree Association, which represents tree growers, says live trees should be available this year. The window for importing seasonal products is short for many retailers. Big box retailers usually begin shipping trees from Asia in June or July so that they are in stores by October 1st. Bottlenecks at seaports, as well as congestion at rail terminals, warehouses, and distribution networks has extended the time it takes to get goods from China and other Asian export points to markets in the U.S. There were 56 container ships anchored off the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach, the major U.S. import gateways, waiting for berth space last Tuesday morning, and the wait times for some vessels had stretched beyond two weeks. Add artificial Christmas trees to the list of products with supply chain issues. If you're in the market for a new tree this year, you better start shopping now. Not only do you have to plan early for presents, but you better make sure you have a plan for your tree this year too. This week's financial planning topic is be prepared. The Boy Scout motto, be prepared, is always good life advice. With all things, including your finances, having a plan in place always makes the surprise curveball life throws at us more manageable. While this week's headlines have highlighted the supply chain issues we may face this holiday season and shown that having some advanced planning will make our lives easier this winter, what about the plan for your family's finances? When was the last time you had a tune-up of your financial plan 
or maybe you need to start the planning process. It's never too late to get started. According to a CNBC survey, only about 17% of American households have a financial plan in place. And when it comes to your life savings and financial goals, having a plan in place makes it two and a half times more likely you'll save enough for your retirement goals. At Michael Brady and Company, we help make sure that you are prepared for whatever the changing market, economic, and policy conditions might bring your way. Our financial planning process is designed to holistically look at every aspect of your financial life to provide you with actionable recommendations to help you on your path to financial success. Covering everything from social security claiming strategies, asset allocation, and tax issues to estate planning, we help our clients avoid costly mistakes that can derail even the best DIY planners and investors. We make sure the important questions are answered like, do you have an emergency reserve of cash so that you don't have to sell stocks into a bad market to cover a necessary expense? Or do you have your portfolio structured so that you can ride out the bad conditions until they improve? And do you have the proper mental attitude to survive an adverse environmental change without making dangerous emotional decisions? If you and your life savings are being ignored or feeling taken advantage of, come join our family. We are a family-owned financial planning and investment advisory firm who promise to treat you like family. No products, no hard sell, no gimmicks, just honest advice based on our four decades of experience. If you have any questions on this week's episode or are interested in getting an unbiased opinion on your finances, please give us a call at 440-235-2100 or email me at cameron at michaelbradyco.com. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed.